Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sinners, you are tuning in to none other than Sinful Cuts, the podcast where we take a deep dive into some of horror cinema's best and brightest. Sometimes we take a deep dive into horror cinema's worst that it has to offer. You never know what you're going to get, but we really love having you here. So sit back, enjoy the listen, and let's get spooky. <laughs> Sinners, I'm Shannon. And I'm Sean. And this is Sinful Cuts. Yeah, we're doing child's play. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Going back to our childhood and doing child's play today. Oh, Um, I was 37 when I saw this. So, uh, 1988. Happy birthday to you, child's play. Um, which makes you, I can't do math, 98, 2008, 2018, 35 years. Oh, that's such a bummer. (laughs) But good on you, Child's Play. 35 years. 35 years. You know, I didn't bring a date to this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'd wisened up. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, Mommy? A good guy! I knew it! (laughs) I, I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Good night, Chucky. 
everyone knows, most accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. Andy! I'm Detective Mike Norris. Homicide. Andy! Miss Peterson's dead. She fell from the kitchen window. Someone's moved in with the Barclay family. And so has terror. Mommy, I know who is on the counter. Andy! Who, Andy? Chucky. Nobody believes you about Chucky. For God's sake. Why won't you believe me? Because I'm sane. This is Barkley sane and rational. No one believes the truth. <laughs> or lives to tell it. There's nothing nice about murder. And there's nothing innocent. child's play. <laughs> so this one was directed by Tom Holland. Uh, you may know him from 1985's Fright Night. Uh, he also did 1983 Psycho 2. I like that movie a lot. Then Yeah, you, told, you were yeah. telling me about that. I, I, I actually still need to watch that, but um, I'm excited to watch that. Who and, did Night of the Creeps? Was that Tom Holland? Oh! Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't know. remember. Sorry, sinners. We're both frantically googling because <laughs> I, I for I don't look things up. No, that's, not, that's that's how we roll here. So, Night of the Creeps, the uh, directed by uh, no Fred Decker, Dan and written Fred Decker. Okay, yeah. so Monster Squad, and you know what's you know what I find amusing is that we definitely had sinners screaming at their radio right now or whatever they're listening to <laughs> no you idiot it's fred decker all right but Sorry. tom holland um also did uh the 2019 child's play um which i have yet okay. to still see I but i heard that. it was i heard it was fun it's fun yeah i heard it, it was uh, it was a nice um you know like upgrade to yeah. the, the technology that we have today this one's better the only problem I had, I actually like everyone um, that was in the 2019, but the kid was older, so it was just weird that he was, like, toting around a doll. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Uh, you had to get past that, but Brian Tyree Henry, Audrey, uh, Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza. Yes, I, yes, that's how you say it, yeah. Why does Audrey sound... We're just going to call her Audrey. <laughs> no, Aubrey Plaza. Everybody in it was good. It had some really good kills, but I, I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm well, an yeah. originalist. I mean, well, the, so, okay, so I mentioned before that 2019 was about, like, the state-of-the-art technology, stuff like that. I heard that it got an upgrade. But this one, it, it, this was state-of-the-art for its time, where these types of dolls didn't really exist. Um, they used, um, they took like the, like the motors out of like remote control cars. Okay. And utilized those motors. Okay. To, uh, put in, uh, put in for a doll basically. And you know, with that, and that helped with the facial movements. They, uh, if you could watch it behind the scenes and how they made Chucky, it really was fascinating. It looks uh, incredible. It, it, for the, exactly. And again, for the time, the way how they did certain things, um, I mean, obviously, you find out, like, the very, very, very fluid movements. That was an actual uh, person. Um, you know, they, they were able to find a little person. And they they just freaking built stages 30% bigger 
So the doll was still technically scale size. Tiny, yeah. How fucking... Like, that's just so imaginative. How brilliant is that? I love it. I love it. We hadn't seen, in 88, we really hadn't seen... um a doll that could have those kind of facial movements, like the practical effects. Right. So that was crazy. When he turns around and he's like, yo, bitch, you know, and the face changes. Yeah. That, uh, uh, Charles Lee Ray kind of face. We were in our seats like, you, you gotta be kidding me with this. Yes. You know? I mean, I was, Chad and I were talking about the movie just before we recorded, and I, and I was like, you know, it was, it, it's crazy that you see this movie, it's a tight hour and a half, and you walk out of the theater and you turn to your friends and you're like, what just happened? Were, were we rooting for and or against <laughs> a, a doll, a killer doll? And it just makes the movie even more fun when you realize like just the ridiculousness of it, but you completely buy into it. I mean, how much have we bought into it that this was in 88 and now we have, a, are we on the third season of Chucky? I think. I think so. Third season of Chucky. There's been obviously um, there were three initial uh, movies, right? And then they went into like the Bride of. I know Bride of, of is a big fan favorite. Yeah, big fan favorite. Yeah, that mostly came out like just at the perfect time, I guess. But talk about like I didn't hate that one. I liked that one. I liked it too. Yeah, I liked it too. But talk about a, a successful franchise. I'm not talking about like dollars and cents. I'm just talking about like the content that it stayed relevant and now it's a fun series um i think it's on peacock i think it's on peacock um but but whatever whatever platform it's on i've watched it and it's damn good okay you know and i've seen snippets here and there but i never fully got into it i think the great thing about chucky is that it doesn't take itself too seriously so there's always humor involved with it yes i mean this movie has a lot of great humor, a lot of, and, but it's never like played for laughs. It's just the situation is like, oh yeah, here's a here's a killer doll, and then he's cracking the legs on a voodoo doll <laughs> that's breaking the legs on the poor guy that it's based off of, and you're like, it's like an EC comic. That's it, what I'm looking for. Okay, it's literally like an EC comic come to life. And man, if I could get that in my life every week, oh, <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. But uh, but yes, so this one, uh, so Don Mancini uh, wrote the um, wrote the script. Um, he basically said he was inspired by child marketing. Well, don't time. forget we're coming off Cabbage Patch. Yes, craze. Right. So okay. Right. So they um, yeah, but so um, yeah, like because now and I think they even utilized this too in, in the movie where it wasn't um, you know it really didn't seem to be adhering to parents. Hey, parents, buy this for your kids, and they'll love you forever. Blah, blah, blah. This was literally talking now to kids. Yeah. Kids, tell your mom, tell your dad, you need this toy. Um, so it was... Buy me. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, buy me, buy me, buy me. And, you know, convince your mom, convince your dad. Um, you, you'll you get made fun of in school if you don't have... No, I don't know if they ever said that, but... <laughs> I got prob- made fun of all the time when I brought my dolls to school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh <laughs> the beatings commenced immediately <laughs> Sean was hanging upside down in a tree <laughs> well you know when I was stuffed into the locker me and my good buddy doll <laughs> oh the my buddy <laughs> my buddy kept me company there you go that, that and kid sister <laughs> so um yeah so it was inspired by child's marketing and um, you know, I'm sure changes happened along the way, but just the way this movie a- a- ensued, um, 
it, it, it was such a brilliant piece of work. And, but yeah, but like it was over, I, I honestly, like when you really kind of think about it's, it is a little ridiculous, like, right. Like sure. how are we going to, okay. So this guy transfers, um, I think he had a different way of explaining that the doll was coming to life. Um, and I think it might've been Tom Holland who suggested the voodoo aspect, which I think works great. Yeah. You know, because the 2019 it's a, it's just a tech glitch, you know? Right. I don't know. This is this just is so much. I think it's more clever, and I bought into it. Yeah. You know. Well, it was also too um, like a, a story of you know an actual like serial killer's soul or, or whatever is in this doll, right? So it would make sense that now he's trying to get out of it. Yeah. You know. So like you know, because I wonder if the I, I I'm curious on like how they would have ensued the script. Like, would it just be a doll just going around killing people, like, with no rhyme or reason? Like, this gave him, uh, Chucky, uh, meaning, it gave, it gave him a drive, it gave him meaning, like, I guess. It's a better choice, which makes for a better script. Yeah. Because now he is, he has to, he finds out he's got to get Alex. He's got to put his soul back into Alex because yes. Alex is the first one who saw him in his new form yes. come to life. He revealed himself to or yeah. something like that. Well, like, and that's the great thing that Tom Holland's like, we could we could make up whatever the hell we want to make up. You know, we have full control over this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really clever. By the uh, way, can we just, can I ask you a question? Sure. All right, we're going to go into the octagon. Charles Lee Ray, best serial killer name of all time. <laughs> I mean fictional, you know. The, oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it's you. I will always remember that name for Charles, sure. Charles, Charles Lee, Lee Ray. Ray. It's just the best. He sounds like a serial killer. Well, I mean, you have three names. You're you're a serial going killer. to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, just, it goes without saying. Apparently, them's the rules. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> parents. Please, <laughs> you name responsibly. Can you believe that they actually tried? So obviously they already, they hired Brad Dorif oh, uh, to so to play the role of Charles Lee Ray, which you really only see him in the very beginning, obviously. But um, they actually tried hiring somebody else to do the voice no. when he was in doll form. I I'm mean... like, why the fuck would you even think to do that? And he said it, it, they did try it. I don't know who they got. I don't know. Um, someone cheaper for sure uh, that's why well, they maybe made that stupid decision i guess so that, that yeah i guess that could be that would be a reason but it was a poor decision and they but they all unanimous unanimously i cannot say that word too many syllables but well they, they, you, you want me to try <laughs> feel better about yourself <laughs> but no they all agreed once they heard it like they said it was wait it was just it was just too off it didn't sound like what he I don't know it, it was very very off and they were just like yeah Brad I guess you should just do it and he was like fuck yeah I should just do it when you have someone of Brad Durf's caliber and ability okay I'm just glad they came to their senses yes because that would have been a big friggin womp womp yes you know I don't think I mean it's alternate universe but I just don't think this movie would have been as good. I probably not. Oh my! It, it would have sounded oh. ridiculous. All right, they came to their senses. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> so am I. My first note is how great is Brad Dourif. He was wonderful. I just love this guy. You know, Billy Babbitt, Worm Tongue. Come on. Yeah. It's, no, he's he's a, he's a he's a great guy. I did get to meet him too at Monster Mania, by God the way. 
Dang you. Yeah. <laughs> I never get to do anything fun, sinners. Never. Shannon has all the fun in meanwhile, this podcast. If, meanwhile, if you just heard our shortcuts episode, <laughs> I'm going to this and meeting this author and going here and watching this movie. Yeah, okay. You do nothing. You know I just try and, and get sympathy from the sinners. <laughs> so, um, where am I? Uh, another a funny thing that, that really tickled me, because I, 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 I found this absolutely hilarious. So apparently this became a tradition. Okay. Um, once, because they did it for the first movie, and then as the movies ensued, apparently they kept doing this. So for the premiere, Don Mancini and uh, David Kirshner, David Kirshner, who... Produced uh, it? Producer, yes. He, um, they would stand in line... Okay. With amongst the the folk waiting to go into the movies, and no one knew who the hell they are. No, okay. and they, and they would purposely, you know, talk up the movie like, oh, I heard this movie is really scary. Oh yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see. That's it. some good William Castle stuff right yes. there. I love it. Good on you. And they would do, they would post, um, because before they initially made the doll, they actually had a lot of artwork, um, to draw up, you know, what uh, the dolls should look like. Okay, and they, um. They like so you would see like this little like art gallery on the way into the, way the in? theaters. Oh, yeah, isn't that cool? I would have loved yeah. that. Yeah, with like of the that. Good, with like the good guy dolls like kind of propped up in their boxes and stuff. More of that. I yes. mean, I guess I should just be happy with what we get that we actually still have movies in theaters. You know, yes. After the past couple of years, but I just love that kind of of presentation. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it created like it. a whole vibe. So, uh, so yeah, so if you got to see it for the first time in, in 88, I'm very, very jealous. It was, it was, you know, again, Shannon and I, you know, we have our chin wag before, uh, the, uh, we record and I was admitting that I think in the blob episode, I, I, I came down on 88 is like, Hey, there wasn't a whole lot of great stuff out there, but I think I was being a little, a, a little short sighted. If you have a year like 88, where you get the blob. And you get child's play, quit while you're ahead. That's a banner year. Yes. You know, you've got two amazing movies. The practical effects in both of these are just off the hook, and they're good, clever, tight scripts, and they're fun as hell. So I get it that there was a lot of, you know, you know, VHS kind of movies in eighty eight, but this was a good year. Yes. The fact that we just got those two movies alone, this this was a banner year for horror. So I take it back, 88. Right? <laughs> Jesus. Cry, baby. So, uh, okay, so let's get into some of the kills, right? Awesome. So the very first kill I think you see is uh, for, okay, so Maggie Peterson, um, who I think um, young um, Andy calls him Aunt Maggie. So yeah. I don't but I don't know if that was actually his aunt. I have a feeling it was a friend. I think it was a friend. Yeah, but that's, yeah. But that's okay. Because obviously this, uh, you know, uh, the mom um, who was uh, Karen, that was played by Catherine Hicks. So she's a single mom, you know, has to work a double shift. Uh, worst boss, by the way. I might know right here, Mr. Chris Criswell is a bitch. <laughs> and I always remember him in Home Alone. <laughs> He's such a dick. Oh my it's God. like, do you like your job or don't you? It's I would like, like to say that managers have changed in 2023. What's your next topic, Shannon? Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so so we see Maggie was the first one to go and that was actually a pretty brutal kill now I think the reveal of Chucky was brilliant and we were, Sean and I were talking about this before we started recording um, because it starts off with more of like the um, 
you know, you see snippets of him running, right? You really see his point of view moving the, around. So you little... don't really see the little, little pitter patters. Yeah. Uh, so you don't really see the doll doing anything uh, firsthand, um, at least for this kill. But I mean, wasn't it a freaking like hammer? It's a hammer the from, the, from the good guys tool set. Friggin' and then she just fucking corrals right out the window. How about the fact that when I saw this the first time, I was convinced that Mag- I, I thought Maggie was a third act kill, because usually we have the best friend, comic relief, hangs out all throughout the movie, and then usually they, they do get it in the third act, right. you know? Um, you, look, you, I'm talking about my Bill Paxton from Aliens, mm-hmm. you know? Characters like that, that have, bring this levity and there's a lot of personality and charisma and then they kill Maggie! It's the fir- literally the first kill, and I was it kind of like, puts you on your heels a little bit, like, oh this, I can't this script's ahead of me yeah. This movie's ahead of me. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I thought I had it all, oh, I could, I'll tell you exactly where this is going. And right off the bat, I'm like, okay, I'll just shut up and watch it, <laughs> sit down and watch it. That that kill is so good, too. It reminded me a little bit of Martin Balsam from Psycho, because it's like that pinwheeling backwards. So I got a kick out of that. And can we talk about one thing, though? I have to bring this up. I have to bring this up. Of course. All right. This isn't as bad as headshots in the picture frame that you know makes me insane and things like that. But Karen, we're led to believe that she's just like scraping by because she can't get uh, Andy the good guy's doll. She can only get him the tool set because she didn't saved up for it. Right. And then, the doll was like a hundred bucks, which was... Then comes home to the biggest apartment in Chicago I've ever seen. <laughs> No, I get it. They have to. They need space to shoot. They need long hallways for Chucky to pitter patter down, and they have to be able to, you know, have crew and set, you know, on set. So they have to have wider proportions. But I was dying laughing when I'm like, I would have cut my arm off for this apartment in Chicago in 1988. Seriously. But but we'll put we'll put again we'll put my issues aside. (laughs) So we get Maggie gets killed. By the way. That fall onto the car? Yeah. Like, whoever did that stunt? That is a brutal... That's a banger. That was a brutal, brutal kill. Yeah, that was... First one. That was really good. So, immediately, we're like, all right, we kind of know that Chucky's... That that, that, uh, Charles Lee Ray is in the doll. Right, yes. So, we're, you know, now we know something that the audience doesn't know, and then we get, like, you know, the introduction of Mike the Cop... And his partner, who basically should just is just like a walking advertisement for Chicago in 1980, <laughs> with the with the stash. The only thing he doesn't do is take a bratwurst out of his pocket and say, "I'm going to the Bears game," you yeah. know. <laughs> but we get like what I like about this film and the script in particular. Sinners, huge fan of this script. It's smart. It's clever. It's fast paced. It doesn't overload you with unnecessary BS. It just gives you what it has and just keeps it moving, which I greatly appreciate. Yeah. So we get Mike the Cop come in. and They use their time very, very well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he's like, all right, Maggie fell out the window. It's odd at best. And then Andy is is like, wait, Chucky's telling me things. And they're kind of looking at him like, sure, kid. Yeah, like, all right, right, six-year-olds. Yeah. Sure thing. Mm. (laughs) How about the fact I wrote this down in my notes. This, the most believable thing in this movie, and we know this movie is kind of outlandish, the most believable thing is a six-year-old child would listen to their doll if their doll talked over anyone in the world. 
<laughs> I believe that hands down. Oh, yeah. That if my little teddy bear turned to me at six and was just like, why don't we get some Captain Crunch? I'd be like, yeah, that's a great that's idea. A, that's a wonderful We're idea. We're definitely doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and why don't you murder your parents? I'd be like, well, okay, the, you're, let's start with the Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not out of the... It's not, Completely out of the picture. <laughs> but I really like that. I mean, that he was a six-year-old kid and he's being manipulated by his doll. I love it. I don't know. I just... I no, I, I it. thought it was brilliant. I really, really did. So, the... And then who is the... So, I think... So, okay. So, uh, Chucky convinces Andy, as you were saying. He's basically af- just af- telling Andy everything. A- yeah. After he gets... Uh, and and I guess the mom never knew who Charles Lee Ray was because the, Andy says it. He's like his name, real name is Charles oh, Lee Ray. Snap! You know what? They had a um, he wasn't like the Lakeside Ripper or something like that, but he, he did have like a a moniker. And damn it, I cannot remember what the heck. Oh, look who's back! Hello. They, I cannot remember what <laughs> they um they called him. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and shut my yapper while you give oh, our I think it was the I think it was the Lakeside Killer. Let me see. Well, yeah, yeah um. The, the, yeah, yeah, much we'll call it. But then again, don't quote me on that. So okay, so now we go on to so he he convinces Andy to skip school. Um, they take the train because he want he needed to go see one of his buddies. I don't really remember exactly why he, he went wanted there. to kill him because he he, just... he he took off in the van when he got shot by Mike uh, oh, in the beginning. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh my God, it is a Lakeshore Strangler. Lakeshore Strangler. Lakeshore Strangler. That's okay. it. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. That is good. You should do that for your Instagram post. Just make it up, like your strangler. So then he then he possessed himself in, yeah. in a doll. You're like everyone's like, isn't this the plot of Chucky? The child's oh my play? God, if you did that on Instagram and did it as if it was real, I would be like, please do that for my birthday. It would be my favorite thing. I was gonna say it'd be a good April Fool's one. So uh, yeah, so he goes to his buddy's house to uh, take him out. And we get it again. We get another scene where uh, you know we hear the pitter pattering. We get the the point of view of the doll, and uh, yeah, he just what just turns up the the oven really and just fucks out of there. Yeah, blows a pilot light out, puts the gas on. Of course, his partner is like shoot first, ask questions later, and blows himself up. <laughs> and then Andy ends up at the police station again. Again. <laughs> I mean, they know Andy ran a first name basis at the down at the cop shop. So now it's like but okay, so here's my thing. What is the most what gives me the most anxiety in all of this movie? It's not the scares, it's Andy on the subway alone with his doll going <laughs> into downtown Chicago. And I'm like, this is not gonna end up well for Andy at all. No. Just seeing this kid booking around in his snow pants, by the way. Oh yeah. With his good guy's doll, and I'm like, and then I like, go into the rundown tenement, the the apartment that the that um his uh, you know accomplice is living in could possibly be the most disgusting apartment ever put on film. Oh yeah. It's so. I mean, it's gonna get the rats on the table. So anyway, the reason I bring it up, kudos to the to, to the production and the you know the the production designers. Everything looked su- sufficiently gross in that scene. Good on you. Yes. <laughs> All right, and then who? Oh, and then who was next? The um. Well, now they're but now they're like, oh, Andy. Um, so you think your doll's talking to you? We have a, we've got a place for you to spend a couple of days at. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It goes with uh, freaking uh, oh my god, what was the doctor's name? Doctor Ardmore. 
That was uh, Jack Colvin, by the Ooh, way. That's no. I, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's a real good kill. Yes. <laughs> okay, but I'm sorry, I'm stepping on you. Okay, go. No, no, no. no. I think uh, right because then I, before he gets to him, no, because this is this is what uh, provoked uh, Chucky to go back to find Andy, and that's why he went to the hospital. So he went and saw his buddy. I just can't find his name. He's like not listed on here. Um, and it's weird too. I like that um, that character actor. He's also in Shawshank. Oh He's yes, good. yes. But uh, but uh, his friend who showed him the the voodoo. Oh, the voodoo. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. To link how you know, which I thought was clever, fine. You know, it was a a link to how does Charles Lee Wright? Because I think it, when you see it for the first time in the very beginning, you're like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, what like is he a warlock? Is he a like a wizard? Like, what what is happening? You know, so it would make sense that. Um, because, you know, because voodoo is an actual culture. I don't know if anybody really was aware of it um, in the 80s, if you were, you know, if you never even heard of it then. Um, but it's, it's, but it is a, a huge culture. We should do Serpent in the Rainbow. Yeah. And really get into a good voodoo angle. Mm-hmm. So we'll add that to the list. Um, Sinners, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Wes Craven. Yeah. You gotta love that. Yeah. But I, I I'm with you. A lesser movie would have just had a one-off line of, oh yeah, I heard uh, Charles Lee Ray dabbled with some voodoo nonsense in prison, and they would have just moved on. I like how they bake it into the script, and we actually have a scene, and it's a great scene. Yeah, it's, and, and, and it's a it's another kill. Yeah, so that really it, it, it made sense. So you know, and he so he made a voodoo doll of him, uh, right after after he ri- and this is when you I think is this the first time you really see him. No, no, no. I think he revealed himself to the mom because now the mom is like actively trying to get Andy out of the hospital. Yes. Okay. So, so this is when you actually get the reveal of Chucky where she, you know, notices, um, the batteries were not inside the doll. Um, so she, you know, and that that was a great scene too. Very suspenseful where she, so she looks at the battery pack, finds out it's empty. His head turns around. In the movie theater, when he turns around and says, you, I think he's like, you filthy slut. The movie theater in '88 lost their collective minds. <laughs> it's 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 what you go to the movies for, right? When everybody's on the same vibe, it went bananas. Come on, talk. I said, talk to me, damn it! All right, I'm not gonna make you talk. just like you know then tom holland i mean if he's watching test screenings he gets this scene he sees that reaction i mean he's turning he's turning to the money he's turning the studio and he's like we have a hit on our hands like this is it this is done yeah look what they're doing in there they're they're literally doing like backflips because now whatever chucky does and it's true and it and it's worked for the past 35 years whatever chucky does we're in here we're in we're, we're in 100%. We're, we're here yep you do, ha- do your worst you have you have my attention yeah <laughs> so oh that scene was so i could literally remember laughing my ass off eyes as wide as saucers mouth open going no 
fucking way. Well, because again, I think because you kind of know what you're what you're going in, like what it's about, right? And I'm sure the first half of the movie. Like I said, you're, you're getting just, like, the doll's point of view, and mm-hmm. you're not really, you know, you see him running around, so you can kind of figure, like, okay, that's probably just a person, you yeah. know, like, how, you know, again, I, I never knew that the sets were 30% bigger to, to keep the scale size. God, I love that. But I it's just, just so brilliant, The ingenuity. Right? I love it. But I'm sure everyone was thinking at, in that moment, how the hell are they going to do this? Yeah. Like, you know, is it going to be cheesy? Is it, you know, you know, whatever. So... But it's, or is everything going to be kind of like off camera? It's like what you don't see. And you well, get a full fucking show when, um, especially because his face literally changes. That's, it freaked everybody out. Everybody was like, you, you honestly had you do this. This is incredible. I love this. Shoot it into my veins. And okay, what's he going to do next? Yeah. In real time. Like those are the thoughts going through your head and you're just like, okay, I got to see what this crazy insane doll does next. And he does a lot. Like for the rest of the movie, yeah. he does a lot. But now, like you just, I'm just so impressed with the production, the direction, the script, everything. I mean, guys, I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a good B movie. Like, you know, I'm not trying to pretend that this is, you know, the Godfather, but for horror junkies like ourselves, mm-hmm. This kind of is like you put this on a shelf pretty high because it just ticks off those things where you have a first time reaction that you hadn't had before. This happens to be a killer doll reaction that's done so well. And look, I'm looking at you. Trilogy of Terror. Karen Black kisses all over your face. You are just such an incredible icon with the um, Zuni fetish doll. I get it. There was we we had some of this previously with Trilogy of Terror, but this like took that concept and just brought it to another stratosphere. Yeah. And I just couldn't get enough of it. So I'm sorry. I'm 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 no. blathering with my with my accolades, but this really did it really landed in eighty eight because we just hadn't really seen anything like this before and it was so much damn fun. That's Stupid summer was the summer of Chucky, I can guarantee you. Oh, I believe it. Everybody was, you gotta go see this movie, oh my god. Yeah, so I'm sure everybody wanted their own Chucky dolls, because I'm yeah. sure they came They came soon after that, I'm sure. Oh, and just, I looked it up quickly, Um, the it's Dambala is the serpent god in Haitian voodoo mythology that Brad Dorif is relying upon to transfer his spirit. Okay. Cool. I'm nice. In. So that, yeah, so he, we get the explanation of how he learned voodoo uh, when he goes and visit his friend. Again, I, I actually, we were, we were talking and I still have not looked him up, but I apologize about that. So he, uh, you know, and then he has a voodoo doll of him. So he gets the reveal of, oh, you have to transfer your soul into the person that you revealed yourself to. Snap. Why? I'm, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but no. I just, this is a horcrux. This in is a, a friggin' Horcrux. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Except he puts all of himself, instead of splitting it into seven, he puts all of his soul into one. Yes. Yeah, if uh, if you're any Harry Potter fans out there will we'll know what we're talking about. I it. just freak myself out. If you're not a Harry out. Potter fan, then I apologize. You have no idea what a Horcrux is. But, um... I have no sympathy for you. Wa- yeah, watch, Find Harry, out. watch Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> Read the books. It's, brill- it's bloody brilliant. It's bloody brilliant. <laughs> in it. In it. <laughs> 
so then, uh, so he kills his buddy via voodoo doll oh, um, after that because uh, I, 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 I think he was asking him to help him and he's like, I won't help you. And he's like, I thought you'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm he yeah. out a little voodoo doll. How do you do with them um, snapping limbs in movies? Uh, nope. Cringe. Yeah. Close eyes. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's a yep. that's, that's I, one for me. I get like, yeah. And, it's oh, just the noise. And it was like, yeah, the snap was yeah. very, very prominent. And have I, you ever was, broken a limb? I have not. Okay, lucky you. I, I, I did break my wrist. That's and me. Not you hear the wood. snap and it's... Uh. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hopefully I never, never will. Sinners, but, let yeah. us know your ailments. And yeah. Send them to simplecuts <laughs> at gmail.com. You know something? It hurt. It hurt like a son of a bitch it even bled. Now, why is that, John? You're turning human. What? The more time you spend in that body, the more human you become. You mean I have to live out the rest of my life in this body? No fucking way! You got me into this, you get me out. I can't do that, Chucky. Why not? Because you're an abomination. An outrage against nature! You perverted everything I've taught you and used it for evil, and you have to be stopped! You know, I thought something like this might happen. That's why I prepared for it. What are you talking about? Your own personal mojo, Doc. Give me that. Sure! How do you want it? Broken leg? Shouldn't tell your customers where you hide things like this, John. Gets you in trouble every time. Now, how do I get out of this body? No, I won't tell you. Yeah? <laughs> tell me you died, John. Your choice. No, no, I, I'll tell you. So, and then... And, um... Another great scene, too. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So now at this point, we full-on see Chucky, right? So we the, the walking, talking, uh, you know, and everyone's minds are, are still getting blown by this because it looked phenomenal yeah. for its time. It looked it so, still looks great. so great. It holds up. Sinners, it holds up. They even watch it. They and they even utilized uh, the, the fact of him becoming more and more human as his soul stayed in this foreign object. If you yeah, really, he's like, if you, why? If you did, really why did, think I got about shot and it, it hurt. Yeah, yeah. When you really think about it, is a it's a complete foreign object. So you first meet him. Um, I I think I just said Smeets because I wanted to say see and meet him at the same time. I keep waiting for you to meow. <laughs> I am patiently waiting Shut. for a meow. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you meow the other episode, when you meow, and then we're just like, yeah, meow. Yeah. What of it? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, are we fighting? <laughs> <laughs> but they, but they really thought about um, the transition uh, phase as well. So if you if you notice it, like he's he starts off, you know, very shiny plastic. Oh, he's getting a little ganky. But right, and like he, like the skin tone is is getting more. Um, Blotchy. Like a blotchy, darker. Yeah. He's getting bruises. He does get a burn to the face um, from the cigarette lighter uh, when he tries to kill. Uh, Mike Norris was the character played by uh, Chris Sarandon. Love Chris Sarandon. That, that was such a great, great scene too. Uh, the, oh, the, I remember like the uh, so he was in the car. Um, when he's right. 
getting almost stabbed in the balls. Yeah. 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 Oh, let me tell you, that resonated with uh, with another part of the audience a lot more. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. That was a great scene. I was like, stop the car. For, yeah, I'm like, Mike, just pull over. Just stop, just stop driving. First the knife's coming through the seat in his back, and he's freaking out. Then it's coming up through his crotch. And then, the, then the, the the car flips over. But this is the first time we see Chucky get shot. And I got, I, I wish this, this should be my screensaver. <laughs> Chucky slow mo getting blown back after he gets shot is just the best thing you're ever gonna watch ever. Yes. And it happens like three more times in the movie. They knew they had something special there with the slow mo doll going like, ooh, <laughs> getting blown back. <laughs> Uh, the, this, the set pieces in this movie they're just so fun and they're so good so good and then uh, oh and then I think I, I almost missed the death uh, so the um, oh the, the doc? doctor <laughs> remember yeah. okay so this was so he put um uh, uh, this was this was I I loved this death so he puts the like the, basically the shocker the shock treatment the shock treatment machine like, is there um, is there a uh, name for that machine. The shocker. The shocker. The shock. The shocker. Okay. We're ta- we're gonna call it the shocker. We're gonna call it the shocker. I I I do not know an official name for that uh, contraption, but uh, here we are. You know what it is. I mean, he gets, so, yeah, Kentucky Fried. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Oh, with the blood like oozing out of his eyes and but everything. He, it was so good. Look, I'm not I'm not discounting the amount of work that had to go into that practical effect with the makeup, but it's so simple, but so effective because mm-hmm. like, he's shocking. They cut away to Andy. He's shocking. They cut away to Chucky. And every time they go back to the doctor, he's a little more burnt. Yeah. Then they go back to the doctor. His teeth are bloody and his eyes are bleeding. And I'm like, that's good right there. Yeah. Like that. You're crazy dead. But that's super effective. And it's such a good practical effect. Oh. Yeah. Kisses all over your death, doctor. Whatever your name is. (laughs) All over your face. (laughs) Dr. Ardmore. (laughs) Oh, poor Dr. Ardmore. But he was also shocking people. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He was in... uh... I don't know. I, I remember, like, when you when you get to the hospital scene and you, like, see the room that Andy's in, you're like, oh, my God. And I remember, like, I felt so bad for him. Okay, so we didn't really talk about Andy too much. So, Andy, first of all, he was adorable. He, very adorable. Very adorable kid. That This was played by Alex Vincent, uh, who played Andy Barkley. And um, so he's, and he's in the hospital room, and he totally sees Chucky. How about, that's a greatest scene because it's, it's a, a faraway shot. And you just see Chucky just climbing those steps. Yeah. And he's like, there guy, he's kind of here to kill me. He's going he's, he's to get me. You know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, sure he is. Crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you're in this room right now. I kind of love movies about kids who actually see what they saw and none of the parents believe them. Kind of like those movies. Cl- classic trope. <laughs> yeah. I'm, stra- I'm strangers from Mars. I'm looking at you. I, I'm, j- I'm finding out in real time. I'm like, yeah, dig that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those kids. I wouldn't believe them either. I know. And all they do is tell lies. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, I meanwhile totally- parents are dumb. Yeah. I would totally be getting killed in a horror movie because I'd be like, shut up, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> My doll was made from a rock. <laughs> so the, yeah, so, um, they just, I don't know. I, f- I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, so, all right, so the doc is dead. See- we're just catching up on our kills. So, yes. So okay. We, we're basically now, we're in the third act. Yes. Because Mike has encountered Chucky, so he's on Karen's side. 
Yes, because he saw, he saw him and he's like, I'm now convinced. They go to, um, they go, oh my gosh, we really need to, they go to Dr. Death's apartment who taught Chucky and he's dying, of mm-hmm. course. And he's like, look, he kind of gives the the little mulligan like, oh boy, you know, he's going to put himself into Annie and you got to make sure you shoot him in the heart because he's slowly turning human, but the heart is the most, is what's turning human the fastest. Shoot him in the heart and you'll stop this whole thing. Um, but you got to do it. So now we have, what else do I love, Shannon? I love a ticking clock. <laughs> oh, I love a ticking clock. And now we, now we literally just dropped right into our third act where it's like, we got to find Chucky. We got to find, we got to get Andy. Karen's got a, she's got a partner now because Mike does believe her. So now we have our little team and the clock is ticking. Yes, and she figures that uh, oh, Andy escaped from the hospital, and she and you know she figures that he'll probably most likely just go home, because why wouldn't he? And that was you know if he was ever in trouble, ever got lost, that's where you go. You just run back home. How much therapy would Andy need? Maggie, the doctor, the talking evil doll. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andy, I'm so sorry. I mean, you do see it in the third film, right? That he's like he's not really okay. You'd be so messed up. Oh, yeah. So messed up. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Oh, Andy. Poor Andy. I'm not going to kiss your face. You're a child. That gets yeah. weird. <laughs> well, he's grown now. <laughs> oh, then I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> kiss your delicious face all day long. <laughs> Great how that turned out for me. <laughs> Talking to you, Mr. Alex Vincent. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Of course it was on purpose, but because I'm not a smart man. I'm watching. I'm watching again yesterday, and I'm like, Andy looks so much like Chucky. Yeah, I get it. They're supposed to, they're supposed to look alike. But every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, that's so weird. He looks so much like Chucky. Just, again. Yeah. I, I would say I'll take this out in post because it's the stupidest thing I've said in quite some time. But I'm not going to. Yeah, we're, yeah we don't. You know that's not happening. It's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I actually uh, I found to be really interesting. Am I, am I skipping anything? Am I skipping any time? No, no. We're, we're, now we're like... back in the apartment and yeah. the shit goes down. Yeah, right, and then that's now it's just like the cat and mouse. Well, we also get it's the cat and mouse. Karen kind of, um, you know, Karen saves the day because Officer Mike is taken out. This is where we get burnt Chucky, my right. favorite of all Chucky's. Yes, is horrifically burnt, melted Chucky. The the effects are so good. Yes. They're just so good. You know, it's just got that one blue eye that you can see, and the other eye is just like... <laughs> and his mouth is just all dripped together. Just, I God dang it, I wish I had that. And I loved the scene, too, where... So I believe this was the person dressed up in the burnt... Uh, face where he's he's walking towards him. That makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. I believe that was um the the little person in costume. Okay. Um, you know, but that scene, I just oh my god, he was just like, so menacing looking. You're like Ugh, with the knife. But just the also like now Karen is blow, literally blowing Chucky apart limb by limb, kind of. Yeah. And his head. Um, but because you haven't hit the heart, he just keeps on coming. Right. You know. Yep. Leave I, it up to uh. To, to, to Chris Sarandon and his uh, uh, cop skills, <laughs> his now, cop, cop shooting skills. Here's here's the most effective line of the movie for me. So the movie's over, and they shot Chucky in his tiny little human heart, and um, Chris Sarandon says to the partner, like, now you believe me. And he's like, yeah, I believe you. Who's, Who's going to believe, believe us? Because yeah. <laughs> it is true. It's just like, all right. We kind of have, 
We've got some dead bodies scattered around town. No one really died in the apartment, so it's not like they are going to need to explain away a lot, because thankfully no one got killed. But there's just a lot of, like, okay, we're all taking this to the grave, right? Yeah, like, you know? what, yeah, what, what's your story? Yeah, there's no, what are you going to do? So, well, you know, Dr. Death taught Charles Lee Ray, and by the time you get to the end of that sentence, you're in Andy's old room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, you are right back in the hospital oh. <laughs> getting getting shock treatments. <laughs> Snap, you know what? I am kind of, I'm a little upset that I didn't roll right into Child's Play 2 after this one. I think I almost watched it, but then I think we were... I really wanted to finish watching um, other things. Like, the fall of House of Usher kind of oh, took, yeah. took over, like, everything. Well, what did you think about the the um, shot that the movie ends on of Andy looking back? And then it's the freeze, grainy freeze frame of Andy looking at the doll. Like, for a hot second, I thought, oh, did... When I saw it in 88, I was like, shoot. Did Charles Lee Ray actually... Was he successful? Like, did he finally In jump? putting himself yeah. into Andy? And I'm like, I, I thought maybe that's what Tom Holland wanted to be like ambiguous about, which I absolutely love because it's just that weird little look. And he's like, like, I'm like, oh my god, make me so happy if he was the six year old Charles Lee Ray now. <laughs> but it did look. That's not the direction that they went in, and I'll tell you why. Because Chucky the doll was just so insanely popular. Oh yeah, insanely popular. Oh, yeah. That had they just been like, oh yeah, Andy's the killer now, which I'm sure they talked about because that last shot in the movie, like, oh, okay, this is great. All right, so we got rid of Chucky, but now Andy's the killer and he's almost like a real life good guy doll. And then he'll be killing everybody because in the next movie. And then the second the movie went through the charts as a hit and everybody started talking about the doll. Right. That was it. You know, then you're like, all right, you know what? Good for us. Scrap that script. <laughs> let's, go, let's go right back to a new one. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I could, only because I found like something uh, out. It, it's kind of like unrelated to Child's Play. Um, but it, when you when I first heard the story, I had to be like, wait a second. I'm so, listening. Right. Okay. So because technically there now there was a doll. This was in Brazil. Okay. It, okay. So it, it ha- like so dolls got created all, like almost like in the same exact way, right? So uh, the good guy doll, uh, the good guy, right, was like a cartoon that he was watching yeah. as a show, and then they had like a giant, uh, you know, like the mascot of the good guy, right? And that's when he's in the, the commercial. He promotes like, hey, you know, it's kids, tell your mom and dad to get to get the doll. Now they have a doll that's available, and Andy's like, wow. So that's the beginning of the film, right? Okay. So. That this actually happened in Brazil, where they had, and I might be saying it wrong, so forgive me, um, but I believe it's called uh, Fafau, F O F O U, I believe is oh, how you say it. So you're asking me. <laughs> the um, I, I'm, I'm technically actually talking to the sitters, but sure. It's pronounced bit blap out of my mouth. <laughs> it's P five O five. Fafau sounds perfect. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna. We're, that's what I'm gonna call it. So, but if you got sitters, if you want to look this up, F O F O U Fafau, um, Fafau doll. What is this? So. Yeah, so again, it was a children's show. It was very popular. Okay. He's a little creepy looking. He kind of looks like a troll. However, red hair, overalls. Oh, like, come he on literally now. looks like a, a somewhat other version of Chucky, right? Okay. And, and so, uh, it got so popular. What year was this? In the 80s. Oh. Right? right. 
So, but now when you, when I look it up and do the research, they, they more, like, they talk about Chucky and the drawings and they, and they talk about, uh, and this was in America, we had, uh, the My Buddy doll. So they kind of took more of that and then they just thought, um, you know, cause they're like, oh, how do we make him more menacing looking? And like, they just kind of thought like more like, like the, like a red hair, like a red, if he was a redhead, he would look more menacing, which it did and it worked. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so this character in Brazil, he, um, but again, like I said, I almost like the same exact look with the overalls, the red hair, and the whatnot. Um, and as the show got popular, obviously merchandising followed, and then uh, an doll came out. So, okay. you know, introduced the doll to the world, and, you know, people start buying it. And then a rumor started going around. Okay. That there were a hidden knife, there was a hidden knife within the doll. So people start tearing their Fufao dolls open? Because if you held it up to the light... No, come on now. You could fucking see... A knife? A knife-looking shape, right? So obviously, yeah. So now they start, uh, you know, ripping it apart, basically. So what it actually was... Um, was it was a spike that they would... Basically, it was, it was the head on a spike... And this is how they placed the head. Oh, and then the spike looked like the a body. Knife. Okay. Okay. But I just thought that was so fascinating. It I is thought fascinating. It was, I thought I'm that definitely was seeing uh, the ability to create a foul horror movie <laughs> <laughs> where the arms take the head off and just spike someone. But that's what I mean, dude. If, if you had this doll in the '80s and someone broke into your house, fuck yeah, I'm using my kids freaking <laughs> that you get like, fouled so i'm gonna i'm gonna show now that you know the picture i'm gonna show uh sean the the a picture of it yeah come on that's chalky that's it, chalky with chubby cheeks but that's what i mean i don't know if they knew of this doll but how crazy is that right. sinners i'm telling you look at that look up this story again uh you could even look parallel up, thinking honestly brazilian doll uh with knife inside you can probably find it that you way you absolutely want to look this is... up because you got to see the picture of this doll why would you give a child that doll that doll right? is horrific dude you, you i actually watched a, a clip of the show it's terrifying this is what he looked like that doll is halfway to melted Chucky in my eyes. Right? I think, I honestly, I think they were kind of going for maybe like a fairy tale creature looking. Because oh, well, he has like a troll looking face to yes. me. It's the best way I can describe it. Um, and Sinners, I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. So, you know. Oh, oh perfect. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget we have show notes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I learned a thing. <laughs> Who does the editing? Hmm. <laughs> I just revealed that. Just, just that. I just revealed I'm that fact. I'm taking all your dialogue out of the next episode. <laughs> all right. It's impossible to talk about child play in 2023. We covered the the child play legacy with all the different movies, um, and there there are many, and some are good, and some are not. That's good, but check hmm. them out. Um, and then the, the show I'm, I'm, I'm a real big fan of. Definitely check out the show. But I don't think we could really talk about Chucky without talking about Megan. Okay. Because it oh, almost yeah. seems like the, okay, you know what? We got the Zuni doll in Trilogy of Terror. Then we got a Chucky. We're a, little more, a lot more advanced. And we've, we've got all of, of what Chucky can do in his look. Then we go to Megan, which is like damn near like an android. And wh where did you fall on Megan? I mean, I liked it. It was, the, I mean, the ki the kills to me were a little like it was watered down. Yeah, there's an R-rated version. Check that one out. Okay, they should have. They actually should have. Hey, look, release both. I mean, 
I'm not an executive, so I don't know what these decisions <laughs> were all about. But I'm like, why don't you release both? The R-rated version was on, um, uh, I think it was on Hulu. It might be on Max now. But it's it, it's better, for sure. Because it's what it's it's where you want to go with a movie like Megan. Like I I had the same reaction that you did. I saw it in the theater and I really did enjoy it. But the, my first thought when I walked out was, man, they really should have gone way further with this stuff. Yeah. Um. And and they they go far enough in the R-rated version. That, in my opinion, they could have gone way further. And maybe they'll do it with because they, they already greenlit a sequel because it was a huge hit. But I just love the direction, you know, of the killer doll and where we're going to. And it was, again, Megan was a smart, clever script. It was well-directed. So I like it. I like where we're going with our killer dolls. Let's <laughs> see what the next iteration is. That's all I really have for our good old, uh, you know, Friends to the End. Yeah. All we got for, for Child's Play. Yeah. I'm a fantastic, phantasmagorical Halloween. I mean, this is our time of year. This is our day. You mm -hmm. know, have at it. Um, be safe, eat lots of candy, watch lots of scary movies, drink a lot, if that's your thing. I know I am. Um, Shannon, what about you? Got anything? For, well, I think this is going to post after Halloween. It will. Okay. <laughs> oh, snap. All right, wait, let me rewind. <laughs> Sinners, I hope you all had a great Halloween. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed yourself and you were safe and you drank a lot and you watched a lot of scary movies. <laughs> and, okay. and maybe you still have leftover candy that you could eat. <laughs> I still have not figured out the the time travel aspect of these recordings. Of podcasting, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can't wait. All right, take us out of here. All right, that's a cut. Woohoo! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.